saying that he was positive for COVID yeah. or positive and beat it. Don Lemon, um, Brian Stelter, Anderson Cooper, they jumped on him a little bit, but then CNN laid low. Because Joe hasn't been flexing it. Yeah. It's not like he's running around going, I'm never going to get the vaccine. Like, I was right. This stuff worked. He's just then, telling you what he's experimenting with. Just observe and report. Yeah. Completely up front. But, so they, they, held their, they held their punches until Jim Acosta, just a couple hours ago, Sunday, I think today is September 4th? It is, what, 5th. September 5th, second day. Alec, once again, the, sorry for these micro episodes. We have, since Alec, once again, is he a wedding this weekend. But we're giving him more content. We're br- pretty much, we pretty much for this weekend broke a normal one episode into two. Yeah. Yeah, and it was one of those that I didn't know what topics to play because, yeah. like, things like this whole abortion case, I want to get Alex say on this, see what he knows. This stuff is, Alex routinely is not following it. This is CNN. We know that Joe Rogan already has 20 times CNN's audience. Tucker Carlson, 15 times CNN's audience. Watch how they do this. They're going to play a clip of Tucker joking about fake faxes. If you liked his comedy... You think it's funny. If you don't, it looks completely out of line. Either way, Joe Rogan has not done anything like that. Like when he's a, when he's approached the vax, there has not been any kind of outright dismissal of the severity of COVID or anything like that. Like he's been very respectful, but watch how this sleight of hand that they get lumped together. And we'll, we'll see the significance. This is Jim Acosta talking to Dr. Fauci about yeah. the spread of misinformation fake vaccination card is an act of desperation by decent law-abiding Americans who have been forced into a corner by tyrants. You know what's a serious crime? Forcing Americans to take drugs they don't need or want. That's a very serious crime. And let's hope in the end someone is punished for it severely. Tucker Thursday night. And uh, the uh, podcast host, uh, Joe Rogan, uh, he came down with COVID. He says he says he's been taking the uh, livestock dewormer uh, ivermectin, uh, as well as other uh, ver- yeah, other treatments that pe- people talk about on the internet and so on, doesn't have any effect on COVID, obviously. Did you ever expect that you would have, uh, I guess, to compete with the likes of Tucker Carlson and, and Joe Rogan, uh, Dr. Fauci? And are their voices... Uh, more powerful uh, and, I guess, more widespread than uh, people like yourself, uh, other public health experts who are out there. I think the way Jim asked this question, it speaks for itself, but I think, yeah, the answer is yes. It's Mm -hmm. right now, if you put Joe Rogan versus Fauci, if Fauci went on Joe Rogan's show, which I'm sure Joe Rogan would would take. That would be interesting. Come in for two hours. Don't do the full three. He's a busy guy, just a couple hours like the politicians do. But answer, go back and forth. Explain why he's mis- like no. Do the three hours. If I'm, I'm saying just to be generous here, let's just try and get Fauci in the room. What do we got to do to get him to yeah. go in? And right now, you know, Joe's he got the antibodies. He's good to go. If, if Fauci got his vaccine, it works. He can come in live and hash this out. I'm sure Tucker would even have him on, but he won't take that. It is true. If Fauci wants to reach the people, he's not reaching Please. now. Please. You go, you go to Rogan because Rogan is what. Don't go to Abila Acosta. Right. Th- this is not where you go to try and convince the third of the population. No, none of us are watching him. This is a, this is an insult because no. if you look at the way that laid up, oh, he was livestock feed medicine. No, this has been used on humans. It is used on farm animals as well at mm-hmm. different doses. But this had like a Nobel Prize in science in like the 1980s as a therapeutic. So 
The only odd question is, is this has been available the whole time? And you will notice how that was all dismissed. Everything Mm -hmm. that Joe said in his, the vitamins, the just simple and IV. A lot of times when you get something like the flu. What was it? They called it the antibody drip, right? Yeah, the drips. The drips. And then the anti anti. That's why I didn't know whether we should play Rogan's. Is all that medicine available to like the average Joe? The IVs getting hooked up. Mm -hmm. I don't know how easy that would be for the regular person. But ivorectum. Having vitamins on hand. Right, vitamins and stuff. Hydration. Just the importance of hydration mm-hmm. when you're sick in general. Drinking yeah. water is, that's what you gets you in the hospital most of the time is you run out of water and you need them to do it for you. Because it gets to a point where you can't consume anymore. Do you, you want to hear Fauci's answer? Yeah, go for yeah, it. I might as well play. Okay, I'll go. Is that, isn't that part of the problem? Well, uh, Jim, disinformation and misinformation is really a very serious issue when it comes to a public health issue like COVID-19 in which it is essential to get correct information out both for people who are infected and who do need proper medication and proper care to foster things that are unproven right from the beginning has always been a problem. The best way to counter disinformation and misinformation is to try as best as we all can to get the proper and correct information out. But one of the enemies of public health is disinformation and unfortunately we do see that in some quarters joe rogan and tucker carlson are the enemies of public health and leading spreaders of misinformation joe rogan goes on and shows you how to get over it in five days he just had that doctor come on and let her gave her her 45 minutes that's why fauci you want to combat this what's the best way to combat combat knowledge that you think is false with the truth. Present the truth to the false information. Do you think Joe knew he was going to end up getting it? Or do you think he thought like he was going to skate through this without catching it? I think the more I've listened, like I've been trying to pick back through the political parts of the episodes, he really does believe in the sauna. And I don't know if he got used to the sauna when he goes on these trips, like when he has a fight weekend. I don't know Probably if he's does. able to yeah. keep his routine. Yeah, because he was saying that that's the first thing he does afterwards. We'll go. It, it's an interesting, and that's yeah. what we're not, like I said, this is not science. We, I can't. No experience in this, but the logic in if this thing can't survive at hot temperatures, mm. if it and it takes a while for it to get enough in your nose for it to get down into your lungs, you can see something that heats up your airwaves like a sauna. Yeah, good may- for you. Maybe having a sauna at your house would be an important thing. That, that, on smoking, early on in the in that epidemic, it was the European. I found I found the article again. The Euro- European Journal of Science that there's reason to think that hot smoke in your nose would stop the uh, spread of the COVID in there. Uh, and it's a thing. This is it was never followed up again. However, I didn't see anything refuting it. It was one of those that it's like, so the logical conclusion is everyone should smoke? But they're not no. going to suggest. No, yeah, exactly. They're just never going to suggest what, that we all smoke. What would you do with that science? It's just one of those, like, set it to the side, and that's mm. irrelevant. Yeah. Either way, these are all, and that's the, none of this is science. The way the vax works or not, you have Joe mm. Rogan, no vaccinations, get, gets the COVID, beats it easily. Oscar De La Hoya, younger, more in shape, gets it after getting double vaccinated, he's in the hospital. Mm-hmm. That's an odd look. Right now, two teams in the NFL are completely vaxxed, Tampa Bay and the Atlanta Falcons. What happens when they get positive cases? These stories, the more you get the breakthrough. Brady went and got vaxxed? Oh, yeah. Brady's been yeah. a po- Brady got COVID and the vax. Oh. Yeah, and that's what you want. Do you want to hear that? Because now they're using him. Like, he just gave free layups to Jim Acosta oh, and Brennan. So, here, well, let's listen to God, Brady. Have to say about they bring it up. really uh, very smart, and uh, it, it does make 
he said he's talking about what Tom Brady said, and he said there's going to be a lot of teams, as we said last episode, there's going to be a lot of teams that struggle with this COVID protocol. Mm-hmm. And making when you test positive, you're missing like 10 games. Teams are going to have to forfeit. They have mm-hmm. that in this year. There's not so much schedule reworking around. Uh, who knows how well. <laughs> and what you're going to see is when she talks about um, – I'll let her play here for a sec. You worry a little bit about the season. Absolutely, Jim. Uh, when you consider the fact that there are two teams in the NFL that we know, two of the 32 teams right now saying they're 100% vaccinated, that's the team, the staff, the coaches, everyone. And uh, that's the Atlanta Falcons and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That means 30 teams are not. I I find it stunning. Uh, Maybe I shouldn't be surprised about these things anymore, but I I do. What do athletes want to do more than anything on earth? Win. They want to win. And you just said it. If a team cannot play because of a COVID outbreak, they will have to forfeit. Uh, Tom Brady is basically saying they could be dealing with that this year. Also, coaches, I've, I've covered. Uh, I'm fast forward this a little bit here to. Alone. If a player yeah. is not vaccinated and tests positive, he's in isolation for 10 days. What coach wants to lose a player? As I said, stunning that there aren't more than just those two teams, but it, no surprise at all that Tom Brady is on one of those two teams. That's on yeah, the and I, I have to I have to ask you, some of the coaches out there, I'm sure, are just tearing their hair out. What is the deal with some of these quarterbacks, high-profile quarterbacks, I'm not going to name any names here because I don't want their fans, fans upset, but who are saying, won't say whether they've been vaccinated, won't get vaccinated. What is going on? What is that all about? Hold on. Yeah. cut it. Like, why does that? Why is that guy so concerned with knowing their medical history? I, we're gonna have our pick. Yeah, I don't get it. Our sports predicting podcast. We're gonna try and keep updates on what they're how they're treating vaccinated players. I can see a cottage industry where you have people following around non-vaccinated players to see if they were at a restaurant on a Friday night and contract trace everyone there. One tested positive, you got to sit out for five days until you can yeah. continue showing negatives. This could get, and that's why Tom Brady, of course, would know that. Yeah. If people want, I mean, it's not like there's tens of millions of dollars on the lines between the stadiums and the gambling, that it's not worth it to follow. She's going to go on. It makes no sense that the players, the, the NFL players are well, here, going to here, Here's the thing. And, and Jim Acosta is not going to, he's a bigger, he's a big man. He's not going to name names. Don't worry. Brennan will. This lady's made her living cover tennis <laughs> and they've got a new girls soccer documentary coming out she doesn't actually go to the game she doesn't want she's against football because of the contact so having her come in to con to comment on football is, i mean you're bringing someone who hates the sport in to come <laughs> in and they're smiling they're talking about this story for gamblers for fans everywhere we're scratching our heads we have no idea what to do these two chuckle buckets well exactly i'll name a couple kirk cousins with the minnesota vikings and carson wentz with the uh, indianapolis what kind of leadership is that again what i said about if Forget everything else. Forget health. Forget being a good person. Forget being a good neighbor. Forget paying attention to science. Don't forget let's just that. put all that aside, which of course we should never put that aside, but let's put that aside. <laughs> Don't you want to win? Don't you want to have no distractions? Don't you want to be able to play the entire season? You should be able to win without having to get a medical procedure. Yeah. And if you're a quarterback, and that's why she said Carson Wentz and Kirk Cousins, why is that relevant? They are both mediocre and white. Other words, very replaceable. Yeah. They are not uh, like they they aren't like Lamar Jackson, who she won't name, who is a, probably a t- he's he's definitely a top five quarterback for the Ravens. Mm-hmm. He's black. 
Now, one of the big issues that we're having with this is, is, is as many black people as white people that don't want to get this. Once you start firing people for their unwillingness to follow a procedure, mm-hmm. it looks really bad if it's discriminatory. Candace Owens, that whole thing that came out where they were denying her a COVID test that she needed to get on a plane because they denied a Google search, found out who she was, didn't like her politics, wouldn't give her a test. This kind of stuff is discrimination. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so she very very carefully brings up the two dumb white quarterbacks that I'm I'm, I'm not meaning to insult these that when I say dumb these guys are just they're going to play for their position each year they're a little bit of nomads always a starting spot never on a top team Mm -hmm. so it's like the kind of players that you're going why who's the backup get get the next Mm -hmm. guy in Lamar Jackson you can't do that Tom Brady you couldn't do that but you see how Tom's making his whole team go through these rules Mm -hmm. do we dislike Tom for it I, I don't care. I don't care. I, I'm, I'm rooting against. I mean, it's easy for me to root against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. No, I like Tom Brady. I'm rooting for Buffalo now. Buffalo is the Wiley, Cole Beasley, half of the team's unvaxxed. Not mm. half. No, that's what the league rate right now, and that's why I skipped around the interview. It's like 93% vaxxed. So it's like all of these teams, you have teams at 100. They're above the national average. Mm. More than herd immunity. More mm. than the thing that we were going for from the very beginning can they just be allowed to let them play? Mm-hmm. And you could kind of listen to Tom Brady's comments and read that into it too. Yeah. That there's kind of a mention now where it's, are we going for zero COVID or not? And I'm going to let you... Well, it can't happen because the vaccinated people... Hey, well, well, that's what's on here. Let's listen to... This is... This was... The Brennan interview is directly after Fauci. Going back to Fauci here, we're talking about there was a big issue, and I guess that's the one thing that it's going to change this week, and I want to have everyone prepared for, is they said a couple of weeks ago that we were going to have a booster September 20th. Mm-hmm. A bunch of the CNN doctors came out and said, whoa, 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 you're jumping the gun. We still got to get people with their original vax. If you tell them they need three, they're going to be even less likely to get the first. Yeah. Well, Fauci once again took the TV Thursday night, that clip that they were referring to, and said, yeah, we're still going through with the boosters. He speaks on behalf of Biden's special advisors. Mm -hmm. Now, that's a big group. They have some doctors that disagree. And very quickly after Fauci said this, they're started an inner war with CNN. So I'm going to let you let Fauci. Remember, Fauci's arguing we're definitely doing these boosters. We're using the Israeli study. Everyone gets it. If you're old or co- like if you just got vaxxed in January, mm-hmm. you should already be getting that booster. If you're someone like Alec, if you're someone who's just got to be in the summer, maybe it's time to start that. But this is and this is one of the big questions, I guess, that they're debating is right now, even the White House Democrats are divided. Zero COVID or best possible treatment and make sure that we have the health coverage. Mm-hmm. Zero COVID, as you're going to see here, that's a, to, right now we're over 100,000 cases. It's going to be a while again before that's a possibility. And I thought that we weren't talking about this. Dr. Fauci, as of two hours ago. Is the goal zero spread or is it to minimize severe disease? Because those are two very different goals. What do you think? Yeah. Well, there's certain levels of goals. The first thing you want to do is to get out of the pandemic mode. We are in a pandemic mode now. We are averaging on a weekly basis about 154,000 infections per day. That's a lot of infections. So we've got to get it way, way, way down first 
Then when you get it way down, if we get the majority, the overwhelming majority, I mean almost everybody who is eligible to get vaccinated, vaccinated, you're going to see the level of infection so low that it no longer will be a public health threat. That doesn't mean you've eliminated it completely and you never see another infection, but it means that it is at a, such a low level that we really can get back to the kind of normality that we all crave. So there's multiple How many times have we heard that? In what you want to do. Yeah, we're back at phase one? We have to do. We're not going to get over this. Even Jim Acosta realizes that's not, a, and that's where if he's on Rogan, okay, let's break that down and hold on. Let's stop you. Fate, okay, we're back to phase one. Color charts, flow maps. Okay, what do you, how long does it take to get it down <laughs> so low? Are you talking like spring of next year? Will we be back in school in 2022? Like, what do you mean? Okay, like that's such a, and that he's, we just, that just missed. Well, no, immediately into phase two, then we get the 85 million unvaxxed all to finally bend the knee. Or I guess roll the sleeve. That's not reasonable either. And that's where Jim's at least going to go in there. It's like, okay, let's say we do shut down the schools again because we do this crazy testing. We drop over the holidays. We shut down everything for another, <laughs> another three months, just pitching the economy away. <laughs> when we do get back up, you, you do realize, you know, it's soon I'm going to get everyone vaxxed. Let's. In the near future. I know you've talked about early next year, but it just seems like at this rate, that, that seems like wishful thinking. Yeah. I think it's entirely feasible if we really put a full court press on the vaccination and get those 75 or so million people who have not yet gotten vaccinated who are eligible. If we can get them vaccinated in the next month or so as we get into the winter, I think we could really crush those numbers. Crush well, a man. It's up to full us, court press. It's, it's our Going choice. Going for the big if score. Running through this, the goal line. Follow through. If we get these numbers really down, we can do it. Hard in the paint. All right, Dr. Anthony Fauci, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. See, that is, and that's what the, he is currently the chief advisor mm -hmm. to the White House team, and he thinks that this is realistic. Yeah. I've, unless they can, right now they are out of carrots and this stick is weak. And I don't, besides changing the nature of the stick before like actually doing something where there's a way to report on fellow citizens for they're not, they're not having a vaccine status. That's why like opening with, Tucker joking about the vax cards, they're charging people with the, the whole segment that he was talking about is it's a felony. Yeah. And if you get caught doing it, I mean, they're just like they are the insurrectionist. Mm. This is your bioterrorism. Right. You're putting everyone's lives on the line. So it's just something to, and that's, we have, we don't have many instances yet of this being enforced because we're only doing it. New Orleans is currently destroyed. New York is destroyed. I mean, how are you really going to, like, you ha are they going to send undercover agents and try to get these cards? <laughs> theoretically theoretically uh, it, it's tough to and, and that's where if they could just get it to, right now the problem is is it's too easy See, I'm banking to fake on, a card even if it, they do get somehow get these businesses to ask for ID like like you're literally going to show an ID every time you go grocery shopping I don't think it's going to last long no unless they can figure out a way to get it onto the computer unless they can and that's you why swipe your phone every time yes and everyone has to have a cell phone you have to, but we're, I think we're close to that I think that, that we really have that's I don't think that's outside of the peer view that we, we could have a stimulus be, bill where everyone to has to be given a cell phones. phone. There have to be people without Not phones. if everyone not if you're going to do it under the name of remote learning.
And then if you have to keep locking down, everybody needs to have access to a smartphone environment oh so it can gosh. participate with it. <laughs> We do that with college, free, free laptops to go to class. That started when we were young. It's not free. You're paying for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know. It's well, yeah, worked into your tuition, <laughs> yeah. the kind of thing that's just mandated. That, but at college, I mean, this thing needs to be around with you. All your papers will be submitted through this. Everything that you search. Yeah, I mean, I understand that they do that, but that's not like mandated. No, no, it's just for it's those things that are like the foot in the door. Because now we're getting close to giving away um, a free college education, which is once you make it for free, what value does it have? And what like like, especially when you can see that jobs report, and we're talking, we're not adding college degree jobs. So everyone would just get in in like your what well, your thing is going to happen. Everyone at birth is just going to get a phone number instead of a social security uh, number. <laughs> theoretically, theoretically. Now, I, I, there's a number of steps that it will take to get there, but I think that's the trajectory what if, we're going. What if you get the phone number of like somebody who has tons of spam coming? So you're just like born with just spam well, that phone are, calls. That, 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 that Australia thing, and that's what I want. I'm glad you brought that up because when we were talking about the fang stocks before the show, and it makes up one third of our economy. Yeah. And when you think of what that is, so you have Facebook which is you, everything that you post, it's your ideal self. You don't put anything on your Facebook that you don't choose. Bad stuff taken out, the good stuff, you fluff up, you make it look better. If anything, you present a false self. Yeah. On your Google search, however, that's where that's your real, like what you're thinking in real time, whether it's just checking something in the bar, searching for people's names. Oh, yeah. That's, that's it, where it, they the get- The Google search bar going like public. The stuff that you wouldn't want on Facebook. Yeah. But here you have this group of talks, or stocks, this, uh, Silicon Valley. Well, the bad thing about the whole Google search thing too is sometimes like you have no context of why they were searching that. Oh, they, well, you, know? you do. You have the time. You have the stuff that they searched beforehand. You have their GPS locations. Yeah, in the Apple phone. You, sometimes you just like, well, I'll, I'll just Google something random that I hear uh, yeah. in a conversation. Yeah, and but, but one thing, what you might think is random, subconsciously, there might be some algorithm to figure out. You don't, it wasn't so random. When this kind of thing is brought up, your mind goes to this subject. That's why I was going with Facebook. If you had someone's entire Facebook, yeah, and then you had all their Google search, and you looked at them against each other, like the Facebook is who the person wants to be. Uh -huh. The Google is who the person really is. And then you have Amazon. You're in charge of all advertising, of all marketing. That's so easy to be able to subconsciously figure out when to play at one person's insecurities, when to play at their vanity, when to play at lust, mm -hmm. like all kinds of things. And you have that all concentrated in one stock. Yeah. Like you have all of that. Who's the other? You got Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Google, and there's an N. Uh, F A A N G. Yeah, who's the N? I forget. It doesn't really Netflix. So you have what yeah, movie? Netflix. You have their dreams. Yeah. You have the movies and the stuff that they like to spend all their leisure time. They are controlled. What information are they missing? If you run with your iPhone, you're giving them your speed. Like a lot of the people get their heart rate and they get all their health information. You do your calorie counts. Everything's on here. Knows more about you can probably predict your behavior better than you can. And right now, so they say it controls one third of the economy. When you look at it like that. It drives to me almost the entire thing. Where and on what point do you do transactions that don't go through this environment? How often do you do cash transactions? You do small business transactions. Almost everything you do is done through this kind of influencing, this kind of a constant advertising everywhere do you, so you go. You, do you think Fang is the deep state? I don't know if it's the deep state. I think it's the closest. I think it's the biggest representation to the threat that AI could pose the human race. Yeah, like I think that is the natural. If you take all of these things to their logical conclusion, for a bad, if a bad person 
if a good person is in charge of all this, well, hell yeah, great. Maybe everything's awesome. But if the way that people that pursue power usually aren't the best motive people and the amount of power that this gives someone, yeah. it's not that so much a deep state as it's a it's a more of a political power player than I would say any necessarily political party. I'd say it could almost control who succeeds in the left and the right. <laughs> like I can pick which is which characters they want to come up, which ones they want to have influence. They can decide who, who it, what news you see and all that. How do you participate economically if you get kicked out of Fang? If the, if everyone in Fang like Trump or Alex Berenson, they all say we're not messing around with you, we're not selling your books, we're not doing anything. You don't have a right to use our our Gutenberg press. Yeah. You don't get a printing press. Mm. How would we got to go sell it hand to hand? Find bookstores, try and get like some underground way to do it. Yeah, bookstores don't, ain't even around no more. It's it's, it's kind of messed up. Um, well, I guess there are bookstores. <laughs> yeah, not as many. Um, I'll play one clip here for you on what I wanted to get to. Yeah, to deviate off that Fang thing, we're gonna get into on a later date. Just right now, while we're dealing with misinformation and who gets censored and what, mm. I think everyone should just be very conscious of that yeah. kind of steamroll possibility that the internet can just pull at any moment. Either way, Fauci comes out and says, we're definitely doing boosters. CNN loses their mind. They have another two doctors quit from the CDC because they disagreed with this guidance. The, one of the doctors, Dr. Offit, we've had him on here a lot. He did not understand this, and he decided to go on CNN immediately after. And he changed the narrative. boost antibodies so that we can be protected against asymptomatic infection or mildly symptomatic infection? Or is the, the more important focus on those who are unvaccinated and making sure they get vaccinated? Certainly states that have higher vaccine rates have much lower rates of hospitalization and death. And that I'm just talking about states that have like in the 50 to 55 percent range. I mean, as compared to see those that are in the 40 percent range. So imagine where we would be if we were at the 85 percent range, 90 percent range um, with two doses that we could really get on top of this pandemic we just need to vaccinate the unvaccinated and that is a lot so, of attention from a lot of people do you here here she's talking why can't about, we choose to take the risk i get it's like this i don't get it i get, I, get it's, I mean you, you know my i i don't i don't know I, I don't know why we have not been paying attention to natural immune for just from the beginning from a science experiment perspective i don't know why we weren't making a point of keeping a track of who has natural immunity, who has vaccinated immunity, who has both, who has neither. I don't know why it was always yeah. vaxxed or why not vaxxed. Why don't we let people get like easier access to getting the uh, antibody test? Oh, I think there is more now. It's just that we don't consider it medically relevant. They're too concerned about changing. They don't like the words breakthrough because it sounds bad. So they want to think of some positive way of saying, hey, you've been vaccinated, but asymptomatic. But that was the big deal last summer. The always issue was is the asymptomatics, people that still get it and spread it, and they don't know it. If the vax doesn't stop that, to me, that's where the mandate has to act. Then we can have a debate on how it is as a treatment. But the whole reason we were doing a public health policy is because the vax was supposed to stop that spread. If it can't do that, what Fauci seems to say, it just means we lock down again. And it's like, no, 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 no. We're just done. We're going to learn to live with this now. And we're going to, we're going to, that's what we got to do. Adjust to finish off this curve. You get the, get a third, get a fourth, get a fifth. Have mine. I'm much, I'm volunteering mine to anybody who wants one that feels more safe. (laughs) Like that. Just we have a problem when I have to get it for it to work for you. And that's been like a consistent theme. But right here, you have Dr. Off, it's very different. He's annoying to follow. But what he's saying is, and what CNN will bring up here, is isn't it bad marketing 
that if you're trying to convince the unvaccinated, the 75 million that Fauci was just referring to, mm-hmm. telling them they're going to need a third after you four months ago said, no, 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 don't worry about it. Get the jab. You can take off your mask. Well, you got the jab. Liberal cities are making you put the mask back on. Now Fauci saying a third, a third. Don't worry. This is just a, now we know it's a regimen. But what's to stop a fourth? He won't even rule it out. Like there, there's really no reason to, we don't have, like we don't have the science on two. That, well, I'm going to say we don't, we don't they, have they great ba- science they on two They barely made it um, <laughs> half a year, like they made it like a half a year before they needed a booster. Yes. So this is going to be a two times a year thing. Yes. <laughs> yes, every six months. This is the way it's looking. How, a regimen. So a regimen. How are you going to know your vaccine that, card is relevant? That's where CNN's going. How, how's that? They're trying that? to get into is that that's what Dr. How do we enforce this policy when we already don't have a way mm-hmm. to get people to snitch on their neighbors and figure out a way to report the person you know in your life, your family right. member that you know went out to eat and they're not vaccinated. That's why they're not allowed to grandma's dinner. They shouldn't be gallivanting around town. How do you deputize? Karens, mm-hmm. everyday citizens, I don't know, especially now that apparently there's an expiration date. So not only do you got to look at the medical card, but now you got to analyze it like it's just checking an ID. Yeah. And at what point, if you're saying the waning, what people need to be scared of is asymptomatic spread, waning immunity is a thing. These people were six months on their seventh, eighth month. They, they're just walking dead as us. They're mm-hmm. in the same position as us who we haven't got vaccines. So, and then on that note, how is that going to ever want make us want to? Like when, when we're looking at that, it's like, so I get you're just going to keep making me get this over and over and over again. And so when people go to a bar and under the scenario they want. Yeah, that's what we wanted. Alec, Alec has fresh info here on the state of New York that he's finally agreeing with us talking y- to yeah. people on the ground. But go ahead. So <laughs> you go to a restaurant in New York. You, you go to a restaurant, right? And you, there's, you need the vaccine card. So now you want to get drinks. So the bartender not only has to check your ID check when your birth date was and then they also now have to check your vaccination card and make sure it's not past the expiration date two cards <laughs> just two cards and that's like if you see like there's gonna be a bunch of people that just go okay they just comply it's just but, another step but multiply that by every customer they have that's a lot of time they're wasting every time somebody walks up every you're in a nightclub every we already a lot of places they don't have the employees to serve as is so you're gonna have you have to have a bouncer yeah. essentially this is a, this is a bouncer yeah, so for every restaurant they're gonna have to hire bouncers which every restaurant bar and grill <laughs> diner every place gym yeah. needs to have a, a gym bouncer think about where that is you get bounce from the gym like everyone there could probably bounce each other out someone's gonna have to check these cards you have to pay someone to stand at the door and look at a little piece of paper but so you can see what this confusion is funny because these guys are all supposed to be like on the same team. Mm-hmm. And here you have, so CNN does this. They, Fauci comes on, says something CNN doesn't want. CNN brings on one of his fellow doctors that politely disagrees with him and then does this. CNN has learned that some top federal health officials now want the White House to slow down and scale back its plan to offer coronavirus boosters, which is starting in just two weeks. Last night, Dr. Anthony Fauci... That was the same Kate Baldwin breaking the news that the interview that she you just listened to with Offit the next hour was breaking news telling basically Fauci in the White House pump the brakes. That's as close to a feud as you get amongst these doctors. You have them publicly going on CNN now is kind of trying to shame Fauci and by someone. This is like they did with the Middle East. They all of a sudden were like, you guys can't just do this. Like we're doing it. It's like, who do we call? 
we have experts and ex-generals and doctors and people that come on and go, you can't just pull out. And Biden goes, I'm doing it. And so you can't just uh, do boosters now. We haven't convinced every. We don't have a way to force everyone to get one. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem to matter. Mm-hmm. Pfizer wants their shot out now, and they're realizing maybe their window's shrinking. And as many people as they can get to get take it while it's hot, that might be the scenario. Yeah. Either way, um, they announced we're going to find out this week. There's going to be new guidance, and it's going to be coming from Biden himself. So, if and in oh yeah, to some as a tease for the next episode, in wrapping this one up, this Texas abortion bill. Oh, boy. Have you read anything about it yet? I only know that they passed in, like, the middle of the night or something. Middle of the night. So that's not real cool. No. it's It's been done. Yeah, I mean, I know it's been done. What's odd is there was already a bill similar to this that was scheduled to go to the Supreme Court this fall for Mississippi, and that had a 15-month limit. Hmm. This one is six. That's tight. It, like, if you're going to try and get rid of Roe v. Wade, that is about as full board the other way as you could possibly go. Like, no medium ground. And it's like, you have... Now, I think, I'm hoping, because right now, CNN is running with this as their lead story. They've pushed... Afghanistan is no longer referred to. That initial appeal that they had, once they realized that the Bernie bros love this stuff, they're like, okay, probably not going to work out, but... We don't have to cover it anymore. Fox is like, we can't believe you're not covering it. They're still covering it. No, CNN has completely moved on in a completely different direction here. And this abortion, they're going back up to Amy Klumbacher's calling to blow up the filibuster so they can pack the court. <laughs> that this is an issue of the first Supreme Court case that goes against the Democrats. They got to blow it up. And we're laughing, but this has become a recurring theme in this show every month. Yeah. They think of some dumb reason. And I have a whole board of right now the nine reasons they have to eliminate the filibuster, to break the Constitution, and change the courts. Mm-hmm. And they're just kind of stacking them. Each, every couple months, one comes up, and then it, gets, it keeps getting re-rolled. Once a month, they bring it up again. And you go, oh, yeah, remember, the filibuster is racist. It's sexist. It's trying to take it pro-choice. It's anti-choice. And each one of them is the filibuster. What's the solution? Get rid of the filibuster. Get rid of the filibuster. This one, so to spark that kind of coverage or that kind of excitement in, in the left, I think that's what hurt the Republicans going into the last election is when they jammed ACB in. When he, she could, if they just waited a couple months, maybe all of the people that were scared that Roe v. Wade was going to be gone might not have voted. Because Joe Biden wasn't exactly the best candidate that the... Me Too movement wanted. Right. But once Roe v. Wade was viewed as actually could get eliminated, all of a sudden Joe Biden is the only thing stopping. <laughs> and right now, here we have seven yeah. months in, they were right. All those people, were like, I was trying to go, no, 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 it's just not as easy as writing a law around it. Congress needs to pass a bill. And that's where the discussion that whether, I want to have Alec here because he's definitely pro-choice. You are pro-life. Yeah. I have an odd stance on this, mainly revolved around, I don't believe Roe v. Wade it's a constitutionally administered court hearing. Right. As I don't believe that the Supreme Court has the ability to write a law. Right. They're supposed to say whether That's a law... That's my issue with it. It's constant. Although my personal views are pro-life, I... It's it's up to the government. Like, I'm, it's up to the people. But you got to do it the right way. You can't... The Supreme Court's not supposed to be writing laws. After everything that with... I'm going to show you a chart I have here because how inconsistent people are being is right now you have a really petty fight between the left and the right with the my body, my choice. Where all of the Republicans are going, oh, so when it comes to making me wear a mask and making me get a vaccination, you're allowed to do that. But preventing an abortion, 
That's not, the government's not, doesn't have a right to have any say in that process. And the Democrats are twisting it the other way. They've like perverted it into a, oh, so now all of a sudden you care about health. And it's like, the debate is when it becomes, when it's a person, when it's a human, when it's legal, when it's legally considered a human. That is the Supreme Court debate. Is by law, at what point would this be considered murder? And the added, the kicker to the six weeks is this vigilante thing which Republicans won't talk about. Democrats are, I'll listen to Joe Biden explain it here. Um, here, I'll, I'll let it play. Because it's very similar to how are you going to enforce the vaccine passports in New York City? How are you going to stop abortion practices in Texas without yeah. this kind of vigilant? The police does not have time. The cops have a lot of other things to do that they cannot be worried about prenatal care and your medical passports yeah. that's the kind of thing that the cops are pretty overwhelmed that that's going to have to be on us it's going to be on stores it's going to be on fellow neighbors and here we go joe biden so he gives we're going to play this the economic speech when alex here um this is when he's asked about abortion and he answers one question and this is the question that is shouted out to him i'm, I'm late for going down i'm going to talk about these things from louisiana but uh um, I have been, continue to be a strong supporter of Roe v. Wade. Number one. And uh, the most pernicious thing about the Texas law is sort of creates a vigilante system where people get rewards to go out to, anyway. And it just seems, I know this sounds ridiculous, almost un-American what we're talking about not to debate about i under i respect people who think that who don't support roe v wade i respect their views i respect them they, those who believe life begins at the moment of conception and all i i respect that don't agree but i respect that i'm not going to impose that on people but what i was told and i must tell you i am not certain i was told that there are possibilities within the existing law to have the Justice Department look and see whether are there things that can be done that can limit the independent action of individuals in enforcing a federal system, a, a state law. Oh. I don't know enough to give you an answer. Sure. I've asked that to be checked. Open with that. Thank you all very much. Open with that. And then he walks off. Yeah. It's like what kind of answer? He, he clearly did not. But on, on that note, of all the things to ask him, you have like three pressing concerns. Do you think he knows anything about this? Like he's probably the last time he was talking about Texas, it was the Jim Eagle. It was the, the he has they have to fix the voting laws because nobody's allowed to vote in Texas. And it's like now you throw this at him, he has no idea. Besides, he saw that same headline I'm referring to about the vigilante thing. It's like, yeah, Joe, if you just turn on CNN for ten minutes, they scream that a bunch of times and they don't clarify. Like who? Like, they make it sound like Uber drivers. Like, there was a vested interest in thinking if you went to drop someone off and they were pregnant and it was an abortion clinic, if you called in and report them, mm-hmm. you get $10,000, which does not appear to be right. I, I, I'm, and that's why I guess I'm confused as to why Texas brought this. Why now? This is one of those things that Rep- Democrats are very happy to go on this issue, mm-hmm. whether it's making much sense or not, whether it contradicts the vaccines or not. They're, they're comfortable in this wheelhouse. And Fox is not going on the, they're not doing the my body, my choice thing. 
That's only like people, Texas Democrats and like the Rand Paul, like, oh, we're the ones that we've been doing that. Mm-hmm. We didn't need this case to all of a sudden bring up the fact that the Democrats, when the, when the government is allowed to get involved with your health and when it isn't, is very murky right now for that party. And that's why I want to have Alec here to discuss this subject is because mm-hmm. I just think it, trying to keep it consistent, whether it's um, seatbelt laws, smoking laws, whether they ban soda pops, people having over a certain amount of calories. At what point can the government say that I have to make these decisions for you because you are incapable of it? You are, you are, or you are a bad person for not wanting to, mm-hmm. to for wanting this policy. Like it's, I, I think I think a very interesting worth a debate worth having. Not right now. In the middle of everything going on in this country, we're just picking up fall again. We didn't even get like the jobs report, which yeah. the infamous fight from a couple episodes ago with Alec. We had a really bad. Like, uh, do you want to listen to um, Biden make a Trump joke? Good, yeah. This whole, this speech at the end here, the one that he had to answer this abortion question on, it ended up being right after the jobs report came out that, here, listen to this, Peach. This was a shock. 235,000 jobs added in August. That is a huge slowdown from July when 1.1 million jobs were added also from June when nearly a million jobs were added. To give you some context, today's report wasn't just weaker than expected, it was actually weaker than even the most pessimistic forecast from Wall Street economists. The silver lining here, that's CNN Econ. This, oh, I'm sorry, silver lining. Is that the unemployment rate dropped to 5.2%. That is the lowest of the pen. It was 5.3. They added 200,000 and it went to 5.2. To call that a silver lining, no. It was supposed to go from 5.3 to 5. If it went, it's full million. You said it was going to go a million, 500,000 at the lowest. 225, zero in leisure and hospitality. It's as bad as it can be. However... Since it technically did go up, we did add 225,000. Yes, the unemployment did drop to the lowest in Joe's presidency because he's been adding jobs that his Democrats have canceled yeah. for a year. Right. So it's like, yeah, his numbers are better than when he started because the economy was tanked. Right. Now, I don't think any of us blame Trump or Democrats for that. I think we blame all COVID and lockdowns. To me, it's more lockdown. We, we blame the response. Yes. Yeah. So that and that's where you can change on whether you blame um, red or blue. Mm. However, this notion of making a comeback from the start of Biden's presidency, he started off with the economy as bad as possible right, right. by design. Blue states themselves mm. tank this economy. So he's going to make a. I'll, I'll see if you can pick this up in the first go here because Joe's trying to make a funny because Donald Trump every time he had a positive statistic, even if it was irrelevant. And people like me would go on and going, he's saying it's the highest ever. It only increased 0.01. That's not a record day. That's just as small. And then it would go down two and up three. And he's like, I broke a record again. <laughs> and it's like, Donald, you keep doing that. It's going to go red one day right before the election. Yeah. And you're going to lose all those points, all those little wins. Well, Joe Biden's just appreciating the irony now. Well, he could come out and do that. Yeah. Joe could come and say the economy's booming. He tried that for the first 20 minutes for play. This is... I want to hold here for just a second. If you know, there have been so many records the stock market has hit under my presidency. Imagine if the other guy was here. We're doing great. It's wonderful. The stock market is surging. <laughs> it's gone up higher than me than anybody. <laughs> yeah. But that doesn't that doesn't mean that it's the best for the economy. Look. If you're wondering, he just presented the argument against himself yeah. in a 
a poignant joke about Trump, a good joke, off the cuff, not read. Yeah. And this is one of those things. Someone around him was like, you know, if this was Trump, he'd just go out there and declare victory. And Biden's like, I can't do that. I can't even remember and the numbers to get well, alone. Come well, on. And, and also, is his so he's having a, an artificial recovery because it yes. was forced on this this the. the well, if it would be a recession or it, it was caused by the government. Yes. Yes. Right? So not his government. The right. former administration. But but his party has, is the cause. Okay. Of they they won't admit that yet. We got to not, not his mind. Everyone knows because they're Hopefully. the ones who enacted the laws. We're getting there. So he's he's got a claim off of that. But is it even as good as Trump's recovery coming out of a Obama presidency? No. No. When you look at that chart, that's what I'm saying. Right. If you just compare. So he has to make fun of it. If you just compare it to a year ago, well, you don't or, uh, because Trump's going to come out and brag about how he did so much. Trump, better. Trump, Trump would—he's right. Trump would come out, declare victory. CNN would do their fact checkers and go, yeah. "Yeah, it was a victory," but in the eyes of what everyone expected, it was really a loss. Here you have Joe Biden. After spending 15 minutes, he wasn't doing the Trump part, mm -hmm. but he was reading the lie. He was going through, going, "It's better than expected." I'm adding all these jobs, Green New Deal. Mm -hmm. We're going to get rid of COVID, and then by the time he realized that he never defended the actual numbers. He outlines yeah. the whole thing. It's like, you if the other guy was here, he'd be going, raw, 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 and pretending these numbers are good, <laughs> even though they suck. And it's like, yeah, Joe, they suck. You just spent 15 minutes saying they were good. Yeah. <laughs> at, least, at least he's on. That's where it's like, yeah. at least these moments of clarity, you can see Joe is like going in and out of it. There is that still. If he, as long as he's not reading, it's coming from his own mind. Right. Whatever that means. I like that. <laughs> that I, I'd rather I'd rather deal with Joe on the rogue than Joe <laughs> following the DNC script very yeah. poorly. It's like Joe, you can't even read the lines. Mm -hmm. Let me see. If he, I think he says something else weird here. Stock market has set forty record highs just this year. They can afford to pay just a little bit more. But folks, right now, the House and Senate are working on my plan to generate a fair tax system and close loopholes of big corporations. And he goes full Bernie. Yeah. <laughs> and it just goes on to a, that's, we'll save those for Alec to see. This Build Back Better plan. Tomorrow is the um, end on extended benefits. Supposedly. States have an ability to extend them. We're going to find yeah. out from Lord Wolf. He decided to remake the kids. Now tell me, did you hear about this with the masks in um, Pennsylvania public schools? All um, education, all, all back to masks after letting them go to school for a week, <laughs> breathing in freedom, getting to see each other's smiling faces for the first time. School's back to normal. And OK, what love. Was Clark, there a case outbreak or something? No, that's what even CNN was pissed about. It's, there's no not Pennsylvania's mediocre. As usual, we're just hanging right there around the middle. We don't bump in like any other place. We not as low as the Vermont northeastern states We're just. Typical Pennsylvania, ranked around 10 or 11. And it's like, so there's no real reason to get bad information around an election year. Yeah. Mind you, we got a Senate seat up for a year, and the suburban parents, I don't know, I've talked to five that were three Biden supporters. What the hell? I just had my kid. I told him not to wear a mask. I, I already couldn't explain it before, mm -hmm. but I was telling him, like, he's some good person. This is some, like, you do this because you love your classmates. Yeah. Well, now that was just undermined, and now it's back, and you don't even have a cause. <laughs> they don't even have a reason to go, this is why. It's just, well, we're just doing it. Yeah. It's like. Sometimes, you got to explain to your kid, like, sometimes the, the adults just know that. <laughs> and then that's where the kid realizes the adults are stupid. What a hell of a time <laughs> to be a parent. What a hell of a time to be a parent right now. Oh, like, yeah. that really is. I think that, let me make sure, yeah, I think that that's everything we got for you tonight.
Yeah. We'll advance a couple more of these concepts here when we get Alec in the if we get Alec. if we get Alec in this next well, week. Well, today's not his fault. He had a wedding today. No, but he we the kind of thing that we we could have organized around this. Yeah. This is one of those. It's like I find out two hours after I get everything lined up. It's yeah. whatever. We got a solid episode in here. Um, good luck. I hope there's no. So hold on to end it off. Do you think? Rogan will be back. Okay, yeah, let's Tuesday. let's do this. Let's with predictions weekly because this is, is going, the kind of thing. Yeah. Is he going to get vaccinated? I don't think he's going. I don't think he can. It would make no sense. I think he's going to talk about his antibodies all the time now. And does he have a guest? And do, does he just tackle the elephant in the room and just go at this for a full like? Okay, the news is coming after me. They're saying this. This is my what I came through. So this is what he should do. Now the bad thing is he just canceled a week of shows. So I don't know how does he like reschedule that? I don't I don't know how they handle that. But No, no idea. But the cool thing would be to do if you had the space would have been like to come in today and do it so that you have the show tomorrow early. <coughs> yeah. Um could have been. Bring could, on could, w- bring does, on one of the people that we're hating on. Does he pre save the episode? Like th- does he ever pre record and then not put out for like a couple of days to after he recorded Sometimes. it? Sometimes. Okay. But I think he records like Monday through Thursday. When you say an enemy, who, who are you talking? Because I think I, I don't think I'm Fauci like would people take who were talking about him on. I don't, on the news. I don't think anyone that will will go on him. Yeah, I and that, that's where the way they they won't. That would be on. the move though to like, get one of them. I openly ch- I openly invite Fauci to come in for a friendly interview, <laughs> and just he can come in and apparently they already sent. Uh, I've been watching. There were there were three CNN potato heads. The doctors that I have been making fun of since the beginning that went on a show periodically throughout the pandemic. Yeah, Fauci's not going on anywhere. But, all right. It, it's one of those that... So, but your prediction well, is, he, will he get vaccinated or will he not? No. And he can't even really... It's not safe even if for the even the, the va- pro-vax crowd says you've got to wait a couple weeks here. After, now you have the regular antibodies. You don't want to overblow your system. Uh, so it would make... He, he definitely... That's where... Like, even, well, will he like get it... In say ninety days, I don't think so. On no. one point, do you think he's gonna have his kids or his family? Get it? Yes. I don't know. I think he probably lets it out. I think he's probably a person who lets them do what they want. I'm, I'm fast. He's gonna like he has been thrust in the spotlight, and he's like like the the quintessential reluctant hero, where he's not being he's not trying to be in the center of the discussion, but the enemy is currently making him is making him one of the number one subjects, kind of forcing him into a position to defend himself. I, I wonder if anybody in his family caught it. That's what he, this the, his comeback's going to be awesome. This is like wait, it's going to be a really interesting. Yeah. However, oh, no, I think his family all caught. It. I think he talked about how they all caught it and he didn't. I think they might have. Yeah. I th- I'm not. Yeah, this, I'm not. This, I, I can't remember. We'll wait. I think you talked we'll wait to sp- have an episode almost immediately after yeah. this drops. I think with the important thing to note on why Fauci will not take an interview with him is because right now Fauci never has to talk for longer than eight minutes. Whether it's when he goes in for his hearings, Rand Paul can grill him. But to really get underneath someone's ideas, you need an hour. Yeah. You need to be given that full time. That like it has Rogan to be could back and forth conversation, or, get him comfortable. Pause when you're confused. Go hold on, I'm, I'm sticking with you. I'm just okay. So you, you said um, we this right. didn't come from the wild, but it came of the wild. Well, hold on, treat me like I'm an idiot. Explain to me the difference between of and from. Like, 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 like just right. that like, would be. That's what needs to happen. So it's just yeah. slow it down. When you say, uh, "Okay, I only had funding going to this lab," and okay, okay, yeah. you, this lab and this lab and this lab, those mm-hmm. emails that like you never. Like, I'm just gonna hold sit down with your emails, and you can just explain to me when Facebook texted you, blah blah blah. Why did you do this? The, yeah, why did these guys? But he's never gonna. No, do never will do that, and the public should know that. On that same note, Tucker Carlson. Or Joe, well, poor Joe. I don't think this hurts Tucker. 
But lumping Joe and Tucker Carlson into the same political bucket, I think they're allies for the same cause, but they're, they're drastically not. different politics. Oh, yeah. Drastically. I think they'd be a great inter- – that's what I would love to see the interview um, – Tucker Carlson and Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah. Because because be I think what you see with Tucker is is they've been talking about censoring him before Rogan. But to take out him, you got to take out Fox. So Tucker started his, he does a long form twice a week called Tucker, what is Tucker calls night show? Tucker at night, Tucker at the day, Tucker daily. <laughs> Pretty simple, but it's, it's, it's interesting. It's one of those that gives him a chance to, he's kind of like Rogan where he has a lot of interesting questions. And if you let him do a long, he's stuck normally doing the TV interviews yeah. where you can't get into anything. That hour is something different. I think he could have a lot to learn from Rogan. And maybe like, we're talking Rogan at some point might want to consider a news platform. When you look at like you got no, I don't think he needs to do that. I think what he's doing is pretty good. If you, it, it informs you, he's interview, he's having conversations, interviewing like the people you want to know the information from. So it's better than news. When I, when I say platform, I mean podcast. That like already when I'm listening to it, you can tell like Cigar and Crystal are like affiliated. People like Tim Dillon, Jimmy Dore. You think he just Austin helps Peter, them out, or do Jordan you think, Peterson? Do you think they have like a legal? I think they. I think almost they're all inspired by his this idea of an uncut news. This idea of talking, when I say news, uncut uh, stories, uncut interviews, going into a subject I, in I've depth. been wondering about this is because Tim Dillon's podcast is getting pretty big, right? Yes. And that's his friend. And that he is always talking about how he needs to protect people like that. I'd say, yeah. Exactly. Why hasn't he just decided to take Tim's podcast on as like I, I, under Make the Joe Rogan experience yeah. a whole, like the right. experience is a whole news. like. But, the, these I think because he jur- but I guess he, journalists that he vets yeah they're not paid all of these people give a journalistic view or they give a view on society that's not paid for by a sponsor my example would not give a journalistic view on it he's more of comedy <laughs> no but that's still, that's wrong and that's what com- whether it's John Stewart Joe Rogan Tucker Carlson comedy does move it persuades people yeah a lot more so than so it, it is and when you talk about political stuff and you're leaning in certain directions you're influencing i don't think i highly doubt joe will go down that road i'm down that route. I, I, I don't know he might need he might be compelled to we might be looking at yeah. a scenario now where it's like and this is where when you listen to him with jordan peterson this might be like he's getting called into the ring mm. this is kind of the instance now where he doesn't have to he's above all this i don't think any like he can just go on his business like usual there is an opportunity here for him to Take some swings at CNN. And as you can see, Jim Acosta is coming from bro. Yeah. Um, the only la- other last subject, Larry Elder took an interview on CNN. I think did pretty well. It was very Trumpian. It was very like, I'm going to beat you. I'm sending my sound bites to my people. You send your sound bites to your people and we part our separate ways. He looks like he's been doing better. Like um, mentions wise, like how many times I've seen him brought up. However, CNN is acting more confident. I found out today that every person in California is mailed a ballot automatically. <laughs> every person. Every single one. Oh, they're feeling confident. Every, so it's, well, yeah, that's one of those. It's like, apparently, they're, they're doing that. I knocked 400,000 doors in the past three weeks. It's like, what is that? You collected, you just going through door to door checking mailboxes, seeing who had their ballot and just filling out for them and sending them in. Elder says his legal team's already lined up. That was Trump's big flaw, yeah. is he talked about it being rigged, but didn't actually get a legal. A, like a legal team to prove. I mean, Larry's like the first example of like one of these successful business guys. And, and the rules, listening to CNN bemoan their own rule book. Yeah. This is your super duper lefty stuff. This isn't on us. This is your voting right. style. All right, we're we're wrapping this episode up. Yeah. So. Ha- have a happy Labor Day. 